I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Asia's got to be disciplined for the whole duration of the fight. If he goes in and gets greedy, he gets done. But Watsi actually is now looking to be thinking, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to man you. I'm your, I'm your daddy you in see, many ways. Friend, I'm hearing rumours. I'm hearing rumours of what's happening in this Come game. on and give me it. What is it? I'm hearing he's getting turned over. Really? Again. Yeah. You think I look like Simon? Huh? Think I look like Simon? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Talk Boxing, episode number 58. Now, don't forget to like the videos and subscribe to the channel. Now, listen, no Simon Jordan this week. That means no Simon Jordan, no problem. And he's been replaced by the former Cruiserweight Champion of the World, Mr. Johnny Nelson. Johnny, how are you doing, mate? You know what? I didn't realise this is where the magic happened. And like, you guys can't see behind the camera. You, they've got everything. They've got a bar there. They've got swimming pool there. Little fish tank there with piranha in. Compare you guys it, are milking it. Compare it to Sky Studios. Sky Studios. Oh, no, you, you, you're swimming the channel there, man. You, I don't know what you boys are doing, but wow. Brilliant. Well, listen, look. Big fight this week. Dan Aziz, Joshua Boatsy. Joshua Boatsy, WBA yeah. number one. Dan Aziz, WBA number two. All on the line here, Johnny. Final eliminator. How do you see the fight going? No, obviously this fight was postponed. Now we're back on against Sky Sports Arena, 7 p.m. Saturday night. This fight is going to be, the build-up's going to be as good as the fight. Mm. Um, I think the build-up alone, <clears throat> we're doing a live uh, Gloves Are Off in, in Box Park in Wembley. So the studio, the, the, the audience are there seeing us do the show. Mm. The, the problem, and when we're in the studio doing a Gloves Are Off, it's okay because you can kind of contain certain situations when it gets a bit heated and things like that. But when there's an audience and they're, and they're supporting one fire or the other and, and, and somebody says something that might be a bit disrespectful to the other, or I may ask a question that the, the other fans don't mm. like, that's where I like, I, that's why I like live. I love yeah. that. I love this. And so I think for the first time we're doing it live, I think it'll be one of many. The fight itself uh, can be won and lost before, before fight night. Mm. I do believe Danny's happy to say I'm the underdog. He's happy to try and put the pressure on Joshua Boatze because he knows Joshua Boatze doesn't like being the, 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 the main attraction. So he keeps saying, no, no, you're the underdog. Stop trying to play it down every time. And he's not giving him any favours. You know in the gym, when you're in the mm. gym, you're, you're, you're training with somebody and they've always had top dog when, when it comes to sparring and doing everything in the gym. They're never going to respect you like they should do. Now, Danny's in that position 
and he's fighting with a chip on his shoulder. So he's the hunter. Yeah. He's not the hunter, he's the hunter, which makes this good, a good fight. All South London derby, mm. bragging rights on the line for these two. Joshua Boazzi was the kid, you know, he's the Olympian. Dan Aziz used to look up to him. He was the one, Boazzi was his mentor in many ways, you know, and now, They've taken different routes. Joshua Boazzi, you know, his last couple of fights are sort of toweled off. He's mm. sort of plateaued a little bit. People are questioning, you know, has he still got that hunger, yeah. that desire? Has he hit his level? Can he improve anymore? You know, many talks about him being globally the best prospect in the world at one point. And he seems to have gone off the boil a little bit. Whereas Dan Aziz, he's taking a different path. He's done it the old school way. You know, when you go like Southern area, English, Commonwealth, European... You know, he's done it and he's learned his trade on the road. Now you're looking at this fight and going, it's a genuine 50-50. And I think Dan Aziz feeds off that, by the way. He's the type of guy, I saw, I saw an interview that he'd done there um, just a couple of weeks ago and he was talking about always being the underdog. You know, people always, he said he could not get a deal with any promoter. He went around all the promoters, no one would give him a deal. He said, so that, you know, that, that drove me on harder. I went to the gym, I worked harder. I, you know, I boxed on these like non-televised shows. I've done it the hard way. And he said, now get this opportunity. And he said, you know what? <clears throat> but Watsi actually is now looking at me thinking, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to man you. You know, I'm, I'm, your, I'm your daddy you in see, many ways. Spen, the, the thing is, this is why Dan will get the respect and secret love from, from old school fighters like, like me and yourself because he's done it the traditional way, mm. the hard way. He's not had no springboard into the professional ranks. So you know he's had to work hard for it. You know he's the underdog. And, and, and when I've been asked before, who do you think? I've never wanted to say because I don't want him to feel like, I don't want any fighters to feel like I, I, I dislike one or the other. I think I like both fighters. I love Dan Aziz because I love the journey he's been on. I've been him. I've been, I've, been, I've been in his shoes. I've been that guy that's had to go as a sparring partner. Mm. Nobody wanted to know. I've been him, which is why I secretly, I'm supporting him thinking, I hope you pull it through. Well, for Joshua Boatze, he, he, was, he was rising high, rising high, and all of a sudden, he seems to have just, just gone quiet, and, and, and his development seems to have, have, have stopped mm. a little bit. And he's looked behind him and seen Dan come along, thinking, hold on a minute. They're all talking about this young man as mm. like, you know, the heir apparent. What about me? So that's giving some fire in his belly. I think this fight will be his best performance as a professional fighter. Yeah. In his career, and the reason being because he's familiar with Dan, he knows what he has to do. He tries to, he's trying to make his statement. It's number one fight, number two. It will be Joshua Boatz's best performance, but for Dan, it will also be in his most honest performance as well. And this fight will take a lot out of both fighters. Trust me, mm. they, 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 they were foes, no, they were friends. They're not really foes. They, they this is professional, they can get the job done. But trust me, it'll take a lot of both. How difficult is it? Mm. Like you say, like, you know, friends turn enemies. You know, now they, they've got to put friendship aside. Mm. And now you go and you put it all on the line there. And this is all about business. How difficult is it for both of them to, to do that? We had them in the studio last week, actually. And they said, you know what it is? It sounds a lot more difficult yeah. than it is. You get in there. And as you know, you're sparring. You know, even if, if you're sparring your brother, you get in there, bam, you hit the switch. Yeah. And that's what boxers well, do. That's exactly what it is. And that's what they'll do on Saturday, that's exactly, on Saturday I, night. I boxed a guy I used to defend my world title against. Rudy May. Rudy May, I knew Rudy from when he was 17 years old. This guy was, and we became friends. Our families became friends. Our, 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 our kids, our, our, our wives, they, they were friends. Uh, Ex-wife, <laughs> they, they were friends. <laughs> and, so, and, and so when it came to fighting, Rudy rang me mm. and said, Johnny, because we speak once a month or so, Johnny, look, I've got a problem. I said, what's that? He said, they just mandated me to fight you and I've got to take the fight. So as soon as he said those words, I've got to take the fight, I knew this conversation was done. I've got to take the fight. I went, all right, man. Listen, we won't be able to talk to each other for a while. He said, I know. 
And so, so in my head, I'm thinking, I'm this guy's friend. Mm. He's my friend. But I know he's hungry and he wants my position. So therefore, I've cut off all emotion and I'll not talk to him. I'll blank him. I'll be completely different from the guy he knows. And that's what I had to do. Mm. Be- and after the fight, I knocked him out in seven rounds. After the fight... Friendship was stronger. Yeah. <laughs> after the fight, we sat on the medical table. I had a cut on my... No, I'd broken a rib in sparring before the fight, actually. Uh, after the fight, we sat, both sat on the medical table next to each other. And he said, Johnny, you know what got me? I said, what? He said, you wouldn't talk to me. You mm. blight me. He said, I-, I needed some kind of familiarity. And, and this is what's going to happen. Jo- uh, uh, Dan's got to create, so got to be so unfamiliar with, with Joshua Boatz. And Joshua Boatz has got to look him thinking, what is this about? You getting in my face? Because mm. Dan's a nice kid. He's not, but really, he's been in his face. Saying, Dan's been trying to get in his face, though, but Boatz is a cool cat. He doesn't really say too much. Like when I said to him last week, listen, Josh, you know you start the big favour here. Because like, he says, no, I don't see myself as that. But you know that he does see himself as that. You go, but. Dan Aziz is feeding off this. He's saying, listen, what happens when I'm still there, 10, yeah. 11, 12, and I'm still in his face and I'm still pushing it? He goes, because I know what I've got to do. I know that I'm going in deep, deep waters. Does Joshua Boatsy yeah. believe that I can get there? And I think that's the million-dollar question because Boatsy doesn't give anything away. He's saying, listen, I don't see it as I'm the favourite. You know, I'm going in there. I've got a job to do, and I see it as a big opportunity, you know, with the Dimitri Bibble, better BF boxing, you know, possibly June the 1st for the undisputed title. Both these guys are ranked in the one, top three in all the governing bodies. So the opportunity is going to be for the, there from Johnny. The winner, there's a lot on the line. And the loser, you know, is back to the drawing board. And you look at the British, the British light heavyweights at the moment. Yeah. I mean... Wicked, what position to be in? Yeah, that's what Are I'm saying. Weights, what position when to be in? When you've got other dance partners, it creates legacies and, and, and modern eras. And we've got that with these light heavyweights now. Yes, I think for the winner, he pushes on. And, and like you yeah. say, there's that possible world title shot, possibly even for the undisputed. But for the loser, still big fights out there. Yeah. I mean, let's break down the British mm. light heavyweights at the moment. Rank them in order for me, if you like. If I give you them, you've got Callum Smith, you've got Joshua Boatsy, you've got Adam, Azim, Adam Aziz, you've got Lyndon Arthur, and you've got Anthony Yard. There's the top five. I'd say, so one, I'd say one Smith, two Boatsy. I'm saying Smith because he's been there. Right. So I'd put him above them, all, above them all. And then actually, number two, I'd actually put, uh, um, um, uh, I'd actually put uh, Yard. I'd put right, Yard yeah. there because he's been there. It doesn't matter where, where's Joshua Boatsy hasn't yet. Yeah. So regardless, so you've got to look at look at past form. So then I'd put Joshua Boatsy. Then I'd put uh, Dan. Then I'd put Lyndon Arthur. Lyndon Arthur's a good fighter mm. though. Unfortunately, he's just not. He's not. He's not turned over enough turf for you to think, wow, this guy's made a massive difference. Mm. Maybe that opportunity, we don't know. But that's how I do it. And I actually think all these fighters, because I actually thought when, when Smith lost, uh, uh, lost in his last fight, I thought he's done. But then I thought on the domestic scale, yeah. there's still something that'll put fire in your there's belly. Let's talk of Smith boxing Anthony Yard. So this is where we're going that's with this. Fight. Look, we'll break the fight down with Boatsy in the season at the yeah. moment, how it can be won and how it can be won, yeah. lost. But let's look at the landscape of the light heavyweights right yeah. now. And you say, like, look, the winner of Boatsy Aziz, they've got that opportunity possibly against, mm. you know, the winner of Bibble, better be Ev. And you look at, like, Smith's now saying, listen, I'm still in the picture. And, and, and Anthony Yard, he's still very much there. He put up an unbelievable and fight. Financially, Looks even better against better be Ev now. And financially, for both fighters, that might actually be financially and, and, and notoriously more, more beneficial to both mm. fighters fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and because that's got a crossover appeal. You've got people that might be not be mad boxing fans that had watched that fight. So, so you've got to think. There's, there's two ways you've got to look at it. You've got to. It's, it's show business, 
And the show, the fighters want to fight the best in the best. Mm. The businesses, you know, the, 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 the promoters behind are saying, no, what will make better for your career is this. I remember the same thing was done with, with Carl Froch when he ended up boxing George Groves. He actually wanted to fight Chavez in Las Vegas. Right. And, and, and Barry Hearn said, no, you know what? This is better business. Carl couldn't see the business. But then the rest is history, mm. 80,000 people at Wembley. So, so you, when you're thinking about Smith and Yard, this is good business, yeah. but actually it's a great fight. So even though there may be bigger fights on the horizons, boxing for a world title, you've got to think what, what is best for the fighters, sure. what is best down the line for the fighters. Yeah, well, look, let's get on to it. It's Saturday night, TalkSport have yep. got the right. It's going to be live broadcast on TalkSport Radio. Um, we're right across that because it is an unbelievable fight. Yeah. You know, like I say to you, world number one and two, putting it on the line, two British guys. It's a huge fight. Who wins and how? I love this fight uh, because it's got everything expected. These guys don't have to trash talk. Yeah. They're very honest pros. I think they're going to leave it all in the ring. Uh, and so, and, and, and I love, it's that throwback where you think, at last we've got two genuine guys that want to fight each other. It's a hard call. Uh, does, pressure, I, does, does pressure play a part in this, by the way, for the, win, for the winner? What I'm saying is, like, you look at it on paper and you go, Boatsy starts the favourite, yeah, Aziz has done it that hard way, but... Aziz, that, he likes being the underdog, so he's feeding from that. With the pressure of what's on the line here, can that play a part in this? Well, you've got to think, for these two guys, this is a big fight for us. Mm. Can you imagine after this, the fight either against better or, or, or you, you've got to think, yeah, who, or, or who are going to fight? Yeah. Bivol. So, so this is a big fight, but the fight after this is twice as hard. So now I think the pressure is more on Boatze. The reason being is Boatze, um, he's got more to lose. Whereas, and, and Dan knows that. Yeah. Dan, Dan's an honest pro man. He'll graft, he'll do what he's... He, Boatze has got more to lose because it's like, it's like he's stepping back yeah. if he loses, uh, loses to Dan. And so, so that's where the pressure is. How do I see the fight going? I'd say I think it's the best performance from, uh, from uh, Joshua Boatze. I think if it goes to distance, he wins. Yeah. I think when it comes to, to, to ring generalship, when it comes to boxing ability and IQ... As a boxer, I'd go with, with uh, Boatze, but I think the unpredictability, the art of surprise is there for Dan. Mm. Dan is a guy that's breaking all the records. Dan's a guy that's coming through, doing what nobody thinks he could do. Dan is a guy that's kicked the doors down. And, and if Joshua Boatze underestimates him one iota, mm -hmm. he gets stopped. He doesn't lose on points, he gets stopped. How does Aziz win the fight, right? How does he, you know, how does he do that? Does he, is it a case of... Aziz has to outwork him. He has to stay in his face, sit in the pocket. This is the way that I yeah. see it. I think Aziz has to stay in his face, sit in the pocket, make Boatsy work when he doesn't want to work. Like you say, try and take him into that deep water in those later rounds and do what he does best and like sort of grind him down, if you like. But in the process of doing that, we've no Boatsy and we know what he's like, you know, 25s, 13Ks. We know how heavy-handed he is. You know, very spiteful puncher. In the process of Aziz sitting in that pocket, he puts himself in that danger zone as well, though, don't he? So you know, that's why it's so it's such an interesting you know, fight. I'll tell you what makes it even more interesting. Remember when Sugar Ray Leonard boxed Thomas Hearns and you thought Thomas Hearns was going to go in there and, and knock him out? Yeah. Was actually Thomas Hearns was out boxing Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm. Don't be surprised if, if Dan comes in and starts trying to outbox him because he's got an amazing long jab. But then, but in my head, what would be good for Dan is to get him into a, a bullying. 
He's got to make him feel uncomfortable for three minutes every round. And yeah, there's that, that unwritten rule where you'll step back, get a breathe and step in again. He needs to break every single rule. He needs to, he needs to get him complaining. And I mean, get a little dark, get a little dirty, get him complaining to the referee. He needs to make him understand, I am not the guy, the boy you knew. So Dan has got to throw the phone book out of the ring and get in his face and rough him up. But it has to be educated pressure because like Gotta I say, be. you know, like has Dan, has Dan Aziz got the defensive technicality to be able to stop Boatsy catching him on the way in? Uh, no, he, oh, listen, he's going to have to take some leather on his way in. Yeah. But, and, that, and that is what he's depending on breaking Joshua's heart because he's saying, when I'm there around 10, 11, 12, after you've thrown all your shots, you've come out with all your combinations, and I'm still in your face putting it on you, that's when I get you. And, and Dan, he said it, he's giving you the blueprint, and that's his intention. So he's, he's expecting to catch a, 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 a thrashing on the way in, but he knows when he gets in there, that's his game, that's his world, that's what he wants to do. But you can see both guys, you can see both guys coming out victorious in this one. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it could come down to the tactics. Who gets it right? Who gets it wrong? I mean, let's talk about the trainers yeah. of these two. You know, I think that they've both committed themselves. They've both taken them stateside. You know, Dan Aziz working with Buddy McGurr and Joshua Boatsy with Virgil Hunter. Mm. Is that a good move? Yeah, yeah. I, I, when when, when Boatsy went to Virgil Hunter, I sent him a message saying, best movie you could ever do. You know, but, and, and I know Virgil Hunter, he wants his fighters to live the life, be over there. There's mm. no being a celebrity. This is your life. And if he can live the life that he wanted him to live, then you know what, he's always successful. I know, I know Virgil's not in the best of health, so, so therefore I don't know how training camps work uh, for, 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 for Dan. Dan has, has, has done his apprenticeship. He just needs polishing up. Yeah. And so, so for Dan, they've all done the right thing. They've both done, this is down to the fighters, not the trainers. It's down to how much they want the fight, how much... They need the win. Shows you how committed the fighters are, though, by you know, by packing up, going stateside, trying yeah. to improve. You know, fighters trying don't to, do that anymore. Yeah, fighters that's what I'm saying. Fighters don't do that anymore. Fighters want to stay on their own turf. Mm. They, they they want their home comforts. They, fighters don't do that, and that's why I say, you know, to be a true champion, you've got to be able to box anywhere in the world and come back a champion. Sure. But but most fighters, when they go away, they, they, they when they haven't got home support, they struggle. And so for these guys, and you know, for these guys like Boatsy. Uh, and, and I gather Dan's been abroad as well. They've made the commitment. And that alone says, uh, you know, I, I love this fight. You know what? Great fight. You know, we don't regularly get these coming along, a fight of this sort of magnitude with what's on the line. Where does a winner go from here, Johnny? Like, where do, where do you, where do you, where do you visualise? I mean, I know we've sort of talked about different paths that they could take, but where do you think the winner gets a world title shot? Of course, the winner has to accept it's a world title fight eliminator. Yeah. And that's where it goes. Will they promote Yeah, but what I'm saying is, with what's going on with the undisputed, yeah. with like, look, if we look at it, you go like Dimitri Bibble and um, Better Beer, possibly June the 1st for the mm. undisputed titles. Yeah, these guys are fighting now. They're going to be looking for another fight before the end of the year. Yeah. So then the undisputed titles might be tied up. But then surely Lyndon Arthur, Anthony Yard, these guys. Uh, come, this is where the, I think. The loser maybe boxes Lyndon Arthur, the winner maybe. I, I, I think the more, most, more realistic fight to make for the win of this is against Anthony Yard. Right. Anthony Yard's made it quite clear. He went into Sky and sat down in, in, the, in the lion's den and said, I want this. Mm. That is the most realistic fight to happen uh, with the winner. For the loser, you'd think the softest touch, and this sounds disrespectful, is Lyndon Arthur. 
So but what the, about Callum Smith? Does the loser even no, want no, to get Callum they, Smith? You, trust me, stay away from him as much as you can. He's the guy you want to put blinkers on for because Callum Smith, even though he's been turned over twice, yeah. Callum Smith is still domestically the most dangerous dog out of a lot of them. But we live in a world, Johnny, now where like sort of like you know these fights are now sort of happening. You know, sort of happening. You go Callum Smith coming off that defeat. Yeah. He only wants the big fights. For the loser of this fight, you go. He needs to put himself back in the mix. Don't worry about that whole rebuilding process because of all the light heavyweights we've got at the top right now, you might go like, do you know what I mean? The loser could box Callum Smith. They're, they're both coming off losses. Yeah. The winner puts himself back in the mix. That's where you're at. And the yard wants the winner of this. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting side. But the gamble is this. How fragile is Callum Smith now? How has yeah. that loss affected him? Because the words, the words he said afterwards, he said it's a bitter pill to, pill to swallow knowing you're no longer the best. Mm. And so as a fighter, if you think you're the best fighter in the world and now you know you're not, that's a lot to live with. It's not just about the next man you're fighting. You, you, again, that confidence, that self-belief, that proudness, it's gone because you now know you're not the best fighter in the world. So, so would they be smart and make the gamble think, I'll get him now whilst he's fragile. Don't get him a, a soft touch to build, to build up his confidence. So even though it's he's, he's, he's a case of how they do the fight and, and, and will the fight happen, but I think top six in our country, we are in such a, an enviable position. We don't have to go abroad. Mm. Uh, but it's, a, it's about opportunity. It's about ambition of the fighters. But I, I love everything about the fight. You've got to put your house on it. Come on, oh, give man. me a prediction. Give me a prediction. Who wins this? Is it Boatsy? You're the Is only person that's got me on this. And I've, I've, I've got to pick you one You know what? I know you're sitting on the fence. I know you're looking. You're getting splinters, <laughs> my friend. You are getting splinters. Get off the oh, fence. Man. Give us some. Give Dan, us some. Dan, Dan, I'm, Dan. I'm going to go here. I'm, I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you mine. Go on. I think Boatsy wins on points. I think he grinds out a close points victory. And I think that the experience of Boatsy will get him over the line. You know, Danny, Dan's done it the hard way on the road. And he'll be feeding off that being an underdog. He knows where he's at. And he's prepared to go deep. But I just think that this will bring the best out in Boatsy. And I think that we'll see the Boatsy that we haven't seen in his last couple of fights. If you look at the performance against Stepian last time out, Boatsy loses against Aziz if he boxes like that. But I don't think we get that. You know, I don't think we get that performance. I, I think I, this will bring the best I, out in him. I hope I'm wrong, but I agree with you. I hope I'm wrong. And this is no slant on Boatsy. I, I just got a, a soft spot for Dan. I think that guy will take over my job at Sky. I think he's brilliant. Mm. Outside the ring, inside the ring. I love his honesty. I love his battle. But I think Joshua Boatze mm. will do it on the tightest points. Yeah, brilliant. Well, listen, great undercard we've got here as well. Adam Azim mm -hmm. defending his European title. I yeah. mean, great, great. Like, the kids won the European title. In yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so mean, he's different. He's you look at, let's talk about him as a prospect and where he goes. Just look at, you know, the next 12 months for him. Where does he go? You know, where would you like to see him? Would you like to see him stay at European level, pick up that experience before stepping up the world stage? If you look at the world stage, you've got like, you know, Devin Haney's now just come up, had that great win against Regis Prograde. And you look at that and you go like, well, look, you know, is there like, would he be looking at like a Regis Prograde sometime That's why I'd go. You know, That's why I wouldn't got, get him. You've got Javante Davis floating around there, Ryan Garcia's there. So, 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 so Adam is, is hungry. He wants to be world champion by next year, by the end of next year. So it's a case of he doesn't want to stay at European level. Uh, but well, would, still, you, would you say he's best set there? Like, as in, like, what I'm saying is he's an incredible talent. We all know that. But he's still naive. He's, he's still he's, got a lot to learn. 
Yeah, it's got and, to learn. And we, we saw in this lack of fight, I thought you're going back straight heads in the air. You've got to fix this stuff now before mm. you step into the next scale. So I think I'd, I'd probably do a couple more fights at this level or fight a former champion or fight a former mm. title challenger and do it that way. Like you progress. take him stateside and like, <coughs> you know, yeah, 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 get him that experience yeah, against without you know, doubt, some of the with, Americans. Without, without a doubt. But the realistically, the business side of it, will they do that? Will they? Because yeah. the businessmen still want to make their dough and, and get their, their, their platform. But the best thing for him, if he doesn't go to fight abroad, he needs to go away as a sparring partner abroad and by himself, mm. by himself in the backyard of all these people to think, I can do this or I can't do this. He's got to grow up by himself, but he's still got a lot of learning to do. So, so yes, at European level, I'd stay. Probably do another defence of this if he gets through it. He's fighting a former European champion. Uh, I saw some chinks in his armour still. He's still got the win through. So at European level, he needs to stamp his authority, authority and get where he is. And then I would go for someone like Progre. Yeah, do you think... Um can he win a world title? Do you think that, that oh or it's not, yeah. not can, when does he win a world title? Is it in the next 12 months, in the next 24 months? Where do you see it? Well, it's about character and in the case of who the champion is at the time, because he might come up, up across, uh, against one of, one of the best uh, that's out there and he might lose. Yeah. But don't walk away because he just wasn't your time. He's got world, he's got stardust written all over him. This kid can fight. He can fight, he can bang, he's hungry, he's got a professional mentality, he's just inexperienced. Sure. And that's the one thing you can't buy, borrow, pretend to have. So until he gets those experiences, you cannot say, you, you, now's your time. He will be world champion as long as he stays hungry, wants it enough and stays in the same, the same sure. direction. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sure. Well, listen, another future British superstar on the bill as well. Ben. In ben Whittaker. Another ben. light heavyweight yeah. as well. I mean, look, he's only had five fights, Ben Whittaker, and we've seen how good he is. Yeah. Like, how difficult is it going to be for him to hold him back? I mean, there's talk of him even saying, look, could the loser of this fight against Aziz and Whitesey, could Ben even be ready to take on the loser of this fight? I mean, He wants it. Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm saying. So he, 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 where, where do you fight? Where do you see it? I see him a year away from that. I see it, but he's in, a, in, a, in a, such a position where he's too good for his own good. They've got to pay a shed load to, to any opponent that gets in with him. The kid is, is, is entertaining. He loves mm-hmm. him, I love him. He can fight. He's, got a, he's still got a lot to learn on the job. Uh, but I think we're a year away from saying, right, now's the time. Yeah. Now let's get this done. Depending on the fashion of the, the, top, the top of the bill. If, say, for, an, for instance, Dan loses dreadfully, gets KO'd, gets wiped out, 
then you think, you know what? All right, let's get back here again. I've got to establish myself with a big win coming back. I'm going to get myself in a bit. And then oh, we're talking about kids that's only had five fights. That's what you're talking about. Like, I, I, saw, you know, I, was, I was around when Naz was around. Look, in his last fight in Bournemouth, we saw the showboating. He was going on for sort of three rounds. As soon as he yeah. had to knuckle down, they went back to the corner and went, about now, yeah. let's get on with it. Let's yeah. get on with business. He went out there, and that was a show real knockout, man. Beautiful, Set up time, left beautiful time counter. Yeah, and and that, and and I, I remember, and, and no matter what, I remember the excitement. I, was, I remember the build up of Naz. I remember how they came through, and I remember the dislike and the, the people didn't like him being braggadocious. They didn't like the the showboating, and then you saw you, the rest is history. Mm. Ben is that guy. So the one thing that lets Ben down will be himself. If he physically, if his body can't hold up, because in, we know injury, he can be injury plagued. If he doesn't hold up, that'll be the, 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 the shame. That'll you be know the about sad this. side of How it. How big is that problem, that injury problem? For Massive. Ben? You know, because it's affected, it's, it really has affected his progress, hasn't yeah. it, since he turned professional. It's been very stop-start. He's now looking to get on with it. Like I say, Bournemouth last time out, show real knockout, going again here. It's about making a statement again and saying, listen, I'm the kid yeah. coming up on the inside lane. But how big a problem are these injuries? It's a problem because it will hinder uh, its potential. And so, therefore, they've got to fast-track him. They've got to fast-track him because sooner or later, it's going to catch up on him. You're mm. going to get older. You're going to be training time after time after time again. And it's going to catch up on him. He's going to get him. So, it's a case of he's got to get as much as he can while he can. Can he be fast-tracked? He can be fast-tracked, but it's a, it's a big gamble. Because, as I said, as a professional mm. fighter, he's inexperienced. As a talent, he's outstanding. So therefore, you've got to gamble. Do I put this inexperienced, talented fighter in with this, with this world champion or in an eliminate for a world title? You've got to do it because it's a gamble of how long it's going to be before his shoulder or whatever injury comes about. But to me, I think enjoy the ride. My advice to the fans is enjoy the ride, enjoy the show because this kid, we aren't getting anybody like him for a while. Uh, he says it all. He does it all. I'd love to see a lot more of him. But I'm probably asking the wrong person here, but what do you think of the showboating? Love it. Do you think, yeah, that's what oh I'm saying. Oh my goodness, is, is I love it. Because, I mean, look, it gets people, whether you love it or hate it, it gets people talking, yeah. and that's what it's all about, right? It's called boxing foreplay. Uh, boxing for So you've got fighters that, that when they're fighting somebody, they'll stop. Tyson Fury's brilliant at it. Weeks, months before, boxing foreplays, he's talking, disrespecting you. He's talking to you, making you hate him. Mm. He's got you thinking about him, hating him or loving him. It's one form of emotion. He's got you thinking about him. Then when you get into the ring, the boxing foreplay gets worse because he's going to be braggadocious in your face, showing it off, saying, I can do this. You're going to think, what the hell are you? You're mugging me off here. Mm. And that's when you've got him because you want your, fight, your opponent to, to not think about what he's been working on in the gym. Sure. You want him to want to just smash your face in. And Ben is brilliant at showboating. Brilliant at dismissing you. Brilliant at looking down here, looking like you're like something off the bottom of his feet. He is the best. He's the best boxing four player going. But we live in a world where showmanship is a big part of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Do, you think, do you think he's going to capture the imagination of the people? Because, look, we know him on a personal note. Don't take the camera out of his face. He's a lovely kid. And it works a lot he, harder. He's a lovely kid realize. and he's a grafter. Yeah. He puts the work in. Yeah. One, can he get down in the trenches? Can he bite down on the gum shield? That's what we don't know. That's what we've not yeah. seen yet. Do you believe that he's got that? Do you, do you think he ticks all the boxes? I think he ticks all the boxes. And I think uh, in regards to him showboating, if the fans don't like you, or if they do like you, they're going to watch. One will watch to see you get knocked out, and the other will watch to see the excitement you create. Does he I've seen it. Does, I've he, seen it. does he remind you of your old gym mate, Nazim Hamid, in many ways? Completely. I used to hear what people say about him. I used to, and people have come up to you on a personal level. He's a this and that. I'm like, you know what? To the moment you think of him, 
the boy can fight for mm. fun and, and he enjoys it. Ben loves knocking people out. Now that sounds really barbaric. He loves putting people unconscious. He loves embarrassing people. He loves demoralizing people. But he loves being the center of attention in such a, in such a, on such a stage. And so if you've got somebody that's that kind of sadistic fire in Ben, that's him. It's only going to get worse. And mm. so, so, and therefore, the more it gets worse, remember, if you're fighting him, your fans are going to say, don't let him do this, that, and the other. So they're going to put pressure on you as well as him putting pressure on you. So when you go in there and you're doubling, you're doubling the impact getting done, I think Ben, everything he's doing, you've got to have a certain character to be able to put it off. And he has everything. That is proper stardust. Listen, respect to, to Ben Shalom and Boxer for putting this show yeah. on. You've got a great fight there, Adam Aziz. Dan Aziz versus Joshua Boatsy. And then you've got a great undercard as well. Ben Whitaker's on there. Caroline Dubois is on there as well. Caroline Dubois. Adam Azim. Yeah. yeah. Francesca, Hennessy. Again, you know, you've got talent coming through. So what I'm saying is, it's such a show. Seven o'clock, Sky Sports Arena. Or get yourself down to Wembley. Uh, but this... Or Saturday even better, night. listen to it. Live and exclusive oh, on TalkSport. Come on, my man. Boom. That's a mic drop. <laughs> but yeah, but listen up. But trust me, I think I'm really looking forward to this. You know what? Saturday night... I'm not even there. Yeah. I'm absolutely good. I've got to sneak into another room. I've got an event. Tell us on. about your foundation. Tell so my foundation, foundation. I've, 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 I've got the MBE. Thank you to whoever it was that tipped it off. I keep thinking someone's going to tap me on the back, say wrong Johnny. Um, so so uh, so I put a dinner on, uh, a, a thank you dinner, and just to also an, announce that I, I've, I've got a foundation, a foundation to 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 actually give something back to the community like Brenda did with me. So so. Uh, the, the, the charities we're going to look towards helping this year are community education and the Mama Youth Foundation, kids, young adults that want to get into media somewhat, be editors, directors, producers, not just in front of the camera. So it's just giving people an opportunity. And so if, I, if me getting the MBE, me putting, doing something like that helps raise some money to help others, that's the job done. And so on Wait. Saturday night... They'll be talking away. I'll slip out into the back room. I'll you, be watching this. You'll be, like this on, your be phone. on the phone like that, but absolutely <laughs> gutted. But yeah. I'm there all week um, doing the build up, doing the live. Uh, gloves are off on, on Thursday, which is going to be mad. Brilliant. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, brilliant. Well, listen, Johnny, as we got you here, we've got to ask you, mate. Fury Usyk coming up, mm. you know, in a couple of weeks. AJ versus Ngannou as well. Let's get your thoughts on Fury Great and fight. Usyk. How do you see that fight going? Fury Usyk, if Fury. <sighs> I'm hearing rumours. I'm hearing rumours of what's happening in the Come gym. on and give me it. What is it? I'm hearing he's getting turned over. Really? In the gym. Yeah. So this thing about appetite and people like that, when he's in the gym, I mean, he got he got shown his ass. You, you sure? Got, yeah, man. That's so what it's I'm not hearing. a rumour. I'm hearing these things. Wow. And I'm thinking, has he taken his after ball or has time caught up on him? And so so in, in regards to his last fight, I put that down to him disrespecting the man that was in front of him. And, 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 and I said, look, if you're to believe that he had the best training camp, his legs have gone. Mm. And, and so, so and, if I, and if I've got it wrong, his legs have gone. And I'd expect Tyson Fury to beat Alexander Usyk. But the Tyson Fury that boxed Ngannou his last fight gets knocked out. Mm. If, that, if that Tyson Fury turns up, he's done. It's over. And, and the reason why I said the legs have gone line, I can remember David, um, uh, Tony Bellew saying about David Hay. And, I thought, and then when he said it, I thought, oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so I'm saying something that might not be too popular. I expect him to win. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think he, he, he dropped the ball in the last fight. I expect him to win. But these rumours I'm hearing, I'm hoping the rumours, I'm hoping they're just rumours set about by him. In regards to um, um, AJ, Joshua yeah, AJ and, and, and Garno, Rich, Rich Rewards isn't way up. Mm. I would never do that fight. 
It doesn't mm. make sense. What but are you? What is he going to benefit out of fighting Ngannou apart from getting a load of dough in the bank? See, I think complacency played a big part with Tyson Fury when he boxed Francis Ngannou. He thought he had to just turn up and to, to win. There was no fear factor. When there's no fear factor there, you can train and you can yeah. get yourself in shape. But without that fear factor, you know, you don't get that nervous, nervous energy that you need going into the fight. You take your eye off the ball and things go wrong. Then you start questioning yourself through the fight. You get drops in the third round. You're thinking, hold on, it's not going my way. But it's hard to get back into it. And I think that's what happened there with Tyson Fury against Ngannou. Mm. The benefit AJ's got now is, though, that he now knows what he's going into. Yep. He now yep. knows that, actually, France Ngannou, he can hold, he, he's got hands. Yeah. He can throw hands. And that makes him dangerous. a dangerous opponent. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. that what he lacks in speed, Francis Ngannou, he made up for in timing. His boxing IQ actually impressed me. He outboxed Tyson Fury at oh, many points of that fight. The word on the street, word on the street is AJ gets knocked out. The word on the street, that's what wow. I'm... And, and I mean, people in wow. boxing, and I'm like, how do you see that? They think AJ gets greedy, gets involved with Ngannou. If Ngannou hits him, he's done. There, there's no staggering. If Ngannou hits him clean, he's done. AJ's got to be disciplined. He won't knock him out. AJ's got to be disciplined for the whole duration of the fight to win this fight. If he goes in and gets greedy, he gets done. See, I don't think that happens because I think AJ has got that experience now. He knows what he's going into and he'll take his time. Yeah. He won't he's go in to. there. He won't take no <clears> chances. <throat> he goes through there. With what's on the line as well, we heard Turkey Al Sheikh saying at the yeah. press conference the other week, the winner of Fury and Usyk, forget the rematch, mm. the winner of Fury Usyk, Fox is the winner of AJ versus Ngannou. That's yeah. what he wants. Yeah. AJ knows what's on the line there. And I think for that reason, that reason alone, he'll go in there, take his time. And he may just outpoint Ngannou because Ngannou's a tough to guy. Do. That's what he's got to do. He can't go in there for a knockout. Go and box him. He, he, he's a former two-time two heavyweight world champion. That means he's got the experience of a professional fighter and the know-how and the understanding of the professional ring. Why give a man a chance that hasn't got one? Yeah. Get in there, box him, bat, box him. He's never going to outbox you, ever in a million years. He's going to out rough you, because if you and I still with pint glass in our hand, it's a case of who's the first one to land that mm. gets it. Yeah. Outbox him. AJ will outbox him every day of the week. I expect AJ to beat him, but beat him on points, because if he gets greedy and he goes in and gets hungry, he gets turned over. Let's do it. Prediction time. Furiousic, give me the uh, I'm give going. Me the I'm going. I'm going. Common sense tells me uh, the, big un, the good big and will beat the good little as in Fury beating uh, uh, Usyk. Fury points? Fury on points. And AJ Ngannou? AJ Ngannou, I think AJ beats uh, Ngannou on points. Exciting yeah. fight. Listen, other news. Conor Ben, he's fighting again this weekend. Right out in Las time. Vegas yeah. um, against Peter Dobson. Don't know too much about Peter Dobson. Unbeaten in 16. Been inactive. Hasn't, hasn't boxed for about 18 months or so. What do you read into that? Firstly, what do you read into Conor Ben still boxing at the moment with well, I, this dark cloud hanging I, I, over him? I saw him on Breakfast TV um, um, talking about uh, his career. And as far as he's concerned, he's getting on with his career. The British Boxing Board of Control have not changed their stance. Everything still stands. So he's got to... And, and, and the, the, the likes of talking about him fighting uh, Eubank and people like that. Other fighters are thinking, I, I, I'd, I'd love to fight mm. you, but I'm going to get drawn into your problem. Yeah. So these fights won't happen. So therefore, he's got to go abroad and get involved in that sort of stuff. So he's got to so, so, take to explain, to explain to our, to our viewers what, what it is then. So anybody that fights Conor Ben that has a British Boxing Board of Contricence puts their own licence in jeopardy because yeah. the situation with Conor Ben yeah. and not him You're not having a British licence. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So why would you do that? And so it's not that they don't want to fight him. They do want to fight him, but, but he's got to sort his business out. Um, I think for Conor Ben, 
he'd have been better off just swallowing it, and, and it, it, the ban would have been over now. Yeah. But you know what? As far as he's concerned, he's done nothing wrong, so therefore he will get on with his career abroad. If he's doing that, I, I, I'm a, a massive fan of Conor mm. Ben. I love the growth of this young man. And what's happening around him, you've got to sort out your business. I'll, I'll watch the fight in the States. I will definitely watch it. Does he it. win that fight, by the way? I, I mean, he's listen, not a bad fighter, Dobson. Listen, I saw, I saw I a headline. I haven't seen too much of him, but he's not a bad fighter. I saw though. a headline, which he said, he said, I'm one of the most sought-after fighters out yeah. there on the circuit. He actually is. Yeah. He actually is. He's one of those guys that everyone wants to fight, but you're thinking, I can't pay until you sort your business mm. out. I think Conor Ben, I'd put him up there um, in the top eight. In the top eight. Wow. You know, and, and so... It's a strong division. Top eight, I think, his development has, has gone mad, I think. But the problem is, until he sorts his business out, there will always be a problem, him getting into that top five or getting in touching distance. Quick word on the griller, John Ryder. I mean, listen, that guy is a road warrior. Yeah. And he put up another great performance yeah. against Jamie Mungia. Yeah. Lost in the ninth round, but he showed some balls in there, didn't oh, he? Man. Yeah, he showed some balls he's, in he's there. He's so tough. I, I respect, I rate him so much as well. And... I know he was, he was talking about, you know, I'd fight, I'd fight Billy Joe again. You know, give me that mm. fight, let's get it in. I like him. And John Ryder, he, he's, he's always, he's been so underrated. It's untrue. And, and I think Ryder, um, you've, given, you've given all and more to this sport. And people don't realise how good a fighter you are. Not were, are. I think you, you, you got turned over by the better man. Uh, but are, there are still good fights, intriguing fights here for him on these shows. Yeah, well... There was talk of him, he was saying possibly even retirement if he doesn't come through against Mungia. Mm. Um, he'll probably have a long rest, long look at that. But wherever way he goes, you know, he's been a great yeah. servant to the uh, sport. Wherever way he goes, he's making the right decision. Yeah. Think, and that's why I, I look at him, I think, you know what, John? You've made some dough. Uh, you've, 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 you've almost touched the highest of the high. Uh, you're giving a lot to our sport and I'm quite sure he's very knowledgeable. And uh, and he's a, he's a happy guy. Mm. Do what makes you happy. Mm. You know, this talk of of Kel coming back out, you know, to, to fight, you know, and then the talk's getting more serious. He should do it. He shouldn't do it because he's at peace, but he's lost his board. And so I think the carrot's being dangled in front of him to try and tense him out, to, uh, to talk him out of it. Don't do it because when you're in boxing, you think boxing is the whole world, nothing else exists. But in reality, where that, so you've got to think about your happiness afterwards. So John, make the right decision. Kel, don't make the bad decision. Fighters, you, you've got to think, when you're in it, be in it, commit 110% to it. When you're out of it, ex be cool, you know, accept mm. where you are. Mr. Nelson, been a great episode. Always is. Great episode, mate. Listen, thanks so much for coming in. Do you think I look like us. Simon? Huh? Feel look like Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're more popular than Simon. That's it. Separ separated at birth. <laughs> well, that's it for episode number 58 of Talk Boxing with me, Spencer Oliver, and him, Mr. Johnny Nelson. Make sure you tune in next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.